All right, look. Atlanta, not the best idea. Coda could improve from last year. What do we know, though? We're not professionals. So keep it right here on the Pass on to Other Musings podcast. What is Mary going to do one of these preface things? And welcome to this week's edition of Pastime and Other Musings podcast. I am Mary. You better know me as Ultimate 23 Dragon. And Alex is here this week. Hi. <laughs> Why don't you just take my intro? Just just take the intro. <laughs> just take the whole thing. You asked me to take the intro. <laughs> well, you could just you, you should just start saying the same stuff I say. Um, anyways, uh, today we're going to be discussing the Atlanta, whatever you want to call it, uh, cup was, Atlanta, Tona. whatever, and the Texas <laughs> nonsense, um, <laughs> best race of the weekend, the, that's pretty bad when IndyCar is the best race of the weekend now, raise your standards, NASCAR, <laughs> yeah, really, like, don't transform uh, every race like into Mini Daytona. Anyways, we're going to start off with Hot Laps this week, uh, like we always do. Uh, that's brought to you by Lionel Racing and Circle B Diecast. For all your diecast needs, go to LionelRacing.com, Circle B Diecasts, and Plan B Sales. Today, my diecast is actually a diecast Mary wants. No, she can't have this car. But I can get her this car in the event it pops up on eBay again. My seven-part Pontiac series continues with Johnny Benson's 2000 Ooh. Lycos Pontiac, the one that's on my shirt in this picture. <laughs> Actually, not really, because, because the uh, <laughs> bumper's not gray. But yeah, there's some chipping, or, there's some cracking in the paint on the, t on the, on the roof, but... That's what happens when diecasts are 20 years old. You don't have the red fuel cell like you normally do. And the hood, of course, opens. And this has something on it. Okay. And here is your engine detail. Raise your standards, Lionel. <laughs> video games and diecast. Video game and diecast quality has gone down significantly since 2000, but it did go up for a brief period of time. Especially video games. Well, the video games got 
Yes. Video games, and we've, and you're going to see this today, Mary. Not during the recording okay. podcast. We're going to record another video uh, okay. a little bit later in the day. Um, Mary, why don't you tell everybody what we've been doing before we get into um, uh, the truck race? Okay, so this started as a joke a while back, but... <laughs> So one day, Alex had the brilliant idea that he was going to have me watch him do some NASCAR Thunder 2003 challenges. And the first one he picked was Jeff Gordon's Happy Birthday Challenge, referencing the 2001 Brickyard 400. Let's just say that Alex was pretty bad at the challenge to the point I just could not stop laughing. And I, I said multiple times, I wish you were recording this because this is hilarious content. So eventually... After some more errors, Alex started recording, and the entire thing went from there. That's so he not did it true. For, that is true. That is not true. <laughs> if the video ever comes out, then you'll see. Oh, it's coming out. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much how it worked. Well, I found your your birthday gift on oh. eBay today, and I'm not telling you what it is, but it does have something to do with your big three. Okay. What's your die cast? Oh. Well, I decided to take it a bit more old school, since we're talking about new Atlanta versus old Atlanta. I prefer old Atlanta, so I went with an old school car. Old Atlanta this or OG Atlanta? That's actually a good question in itself, because this is the third configuration of it now. I guess either way is good. Cause well, I'm more used to the second variation, the one that was just replaced by Atlante Tona. But that's the one I'm more used to, but I can see why people like the original better. Your audio is like it's making like a noise. That's why I don't use the headset anymore, because it makes a noise when I talk. It might be your microphone picking up my audio. Maybe. Anyways, though, let's talk about the truck series because uh, that is abs that uh, was pretty bad towards the end. Yeah, KBM teammates are not good. Uh, Corey Heim ended up winning the race. Why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ty Majeski finished third. Chandler Smith got rallied back to fourth. Zane Smith was fifth. Ryan Priest seventh. Uh, Tyler Ankrum, 11th. Austin Wayne Self, 10th. Jack Wood, 13th. Chase Purdy, 14th. Christian Eckes, 16th. Chris Hacker, in 17th. Matt Jaskell, in 19th. Spencer Boyd, in 20th. John Harnimichek, in 24th. Uh, Ross Chastain, in 23rd. John Harnimichek, oh wait, I already said that. Matt Craft, in 25th. Carson Hosevar, 27th. And Haley, or, uh, Matt DiBenedetto in 30th, and Haley Deegan finished last. And it's yeah, good and to see... Yeah, and this time, not of her own doing. It is good to see that she is actually doing good, especially after her scare in that race. So, that's a good sign. That, she yes, did send that, out a tweet later true. that day. So, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk a little bit about that once Mary gives her opinion on the Truck Series race, and I give mine. Uh, actually, I'm going first because I'm more important. Um, the truck race was actually pretty good for the most part. The trucks and the way they handled the track was a lot better than I expected. You gotta understand that those goddamn things are heavy as fuck. So, 
those things combined with you know the track being the way it is and it being so small it's almost like you're gonna put an indy car on La it's almost like you're putting indy cars on las vegas uh no because as well indy cars are open wheel and vegas is flat and it's not that wide so but i did like the super speedway aspect on an on a mile and a half track uh however i think that they could have done a little bit they could have done a little less banking even when i don't talk that the the audio still on your end just still sounds like a well it wasn't me that time so well it's not me <laughs> it might be a mic issue on your side it's not. You sure? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, I was I was <clears throat> I was pessimistic about Atlante Tona from the very beginning, and the cup race was better than I expected. But Xfinity we're talking about the truck race. Get back on topic. But Xfinity and trucks to me were just awful. Okay, uh, Trucks, or Xfinity, god damn you, uh, was won by Ty Gibbs, A.J. Allmendinger in third, Sheldon Creed ninth, Sam Mayer in 21st, Noah Gregson 26th, Josh Berry 33rd, Austin Hill 2nd, Riley Herbs 4th, and Landon Castle 5th, Mason Nash 6th, Kyle Weatherman in 8th, Brandon Jones 9th, Ryan Sieg 10th, oh my god, hell's frozen over! Uh, Anthony Alfredo in 16th. Okay. Uh, Joe Graff Jr. In, in 23rd. Trevor Bain 28th. Jesse Awuji 27th. Bailey Curry 29th. Sage Karam 32nd. And uh, Jade Buford, who I... Uh, well, Daniel Hemrick 35th. And Jade Buford, oh my god, 36th. Come on, man. That, that guy does not deserve all that. But... Yes, I did think that I didn't watch the finish of the, of the Xfinity race. I did watch the entire truck race because I had something I had to go to on Saturday night. But the truck, the Xfinity race was terrible. I got to watch the finish. Yeah. When I, got, when I got home. What the hell, Trevor Bain? You deserve that win. <laughs> but you're a freaking choke artist. That's what you did your entire Roush career. Yeah, Trevor Bain truck, but not as bad as Mike Snyder. Oh my god, what the heck was he and his crew thinking? But, yeah. Now let's move on to what I thought was, ugh, hell froze over. IndyCar <laughs> at Texas. Won oh, by Joseph Newgarden. Hey, it was a great finish, and it was great racing. After yesterday, I think I found Dixon's replacement for when he retires. Mm-hmm. Scott McLaughlin. I love that man. Yeah. Like, he is a great driver. I like him. He is. I really like him. Um, so your podium yesterday... So the podium at Texas was Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, and Marcus Erickson. I'm starting to... Erickson's starting to get on my good side, especially after Nashville, the race he didn't deserve to win. Um, By running over uh, one of my drivers and getting away with it. 
One of the Mega Baddies finished fourth. That's Will Power. My guy, Scott Dixon, finished fifth. His teammate, Jimmy Johnson, another Mega Baddie, finished sixth, even though Jimmy Johnson <laughs> is not an IndyCar Mega Baddie. Uh, Alex Polo finished seventh. Simon Pagano eighth. Santino Ferrucci, after starting last because of Jack Harvey's accident on yep. Saturday. Hope he's uh, doing well. Uh, finished ninth. I heard he's doing better, um, so that's mm -hmm. good. Renus VK rounded out the top ten. David Malukas in 11th. Colton Herta, who's about to cross Mega Batty territory, finished 12th. Ed Carpenter, 13th. Callum Eilat finished 16th. Pato Award, 15th, when he started, I think he started like 5th. Um, Christian Lungard finished 19th. Takuma Sato had probably the worst race out of all these drivers. Uh, after starting on the outside, wait, no, where did, where did Sato start, like third? Well, Sato got crashed out by another driver, so. Uh, that mega baddie, Elio Castroneves, finished 23rd, and Alexander Rossi finished 27th. I felt bad, the driver who I felt most bad for so far this season is Romain Grosjean. I uh, know we didn't uh, count this towards, uh, we didn't do this during Hot Shots last week, but my pick to win was Scott Dixon. He finished 5th. Of course. It's Texas. He's won there like what four or five t four or five times. <laughs> it's it's like when you would go to a track like Charlotte and you would always pick Jeff Gordon. Didn't Jeff Gordon won that race in two thousand three when they had that traction control co controversy? Didn't he? <laughs> uh... I vaguely remember that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, in 2003, NASCAR made a very ridiculous rule about traction control, and they thought Jeff Gordon used it to win a race. He didn't. That's How not do the you know? Because it's Jeff Gordon. Um, <laughs> and that's not the only time Jeff Gordon was unfairly targeted. Because in 1997, the T-Rex car was targeted by freaking Gary Nelson, who thought the car was illegal, when Evernham pushed the limits on that car. That car was perfect. They made adjustments during the race, they made it during practice, and everything else during that weekend. Jeff Gordon won that race, and Jeff Gordon deserved it. Why are you looking at me like that? Jeff Gordon's a mega baddie! No, he's not! <laughs> well, he is, but that's not the reason. <laughs> he's not. If that if that was the case, then why wasn't Jeff Gordon disqualified from a non-point race? Jeff Gordon was they weren't going to disqualify him. You know why? Because Gary Nelson... Because it's Jeff Gordon, that's why! Let me finish. It's not because it's Jeff Gordon. Because that car was 100% legal. That car was built within the parameters NASCAR had set. And you know what Gary Nelson said to Ray Everham right after that? He looked him dead in the eyes and goes, here are the specs on it. That's what Ray Everham said to Gary Nelson. Nelson looked it over and said, and Everham said, see, it's legal. Nelson put it down and said, 
it won't be tomorrow. <laughs> True story. Mm. Hey, let's talk cup. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, I hope Bubba Wallace is doing well. He should be doing okay. I think he just got the breath knocked out of him. He should be all right. Just like Jeff Gordon at Texas in 1999. Okay. He lost the tire and smacked the wall yeah. real hard. I don't know if yeah. you probably remember that. And that was the worst. That, that was Jeff's worst accident. Because that was the only time he actually got hurt. Uh, I don't know about that. I think he that bruised a rib. Vegas race. That there Vegas, that race, Vegas race. The Vegas wreck. Kansas! I hate him so much. It's because yeah, of people that are starting. People are starting to figure out what we've known about Kansas for such a long time. Anyways, that race had more lasting effects. Jeff got out of the car right away, but it had... Basically, what happened to Jeff after that race was very similar to what happened to Eric McClure in 2012. Sure that, sure they're not exactly the same, but they're very not similar because they did cause health ailments. Jeff has a very bad back now because of, and he says it's because of that wreck. But after all the years of wrecking, like, like after all those years, Years a wrecking, don't you think that all drivers are going to have some sort of lasting impact? It's no different than playing football. Like I, I, did, re <laughs> I did reference that when I talked about Eric McClure in a uh, previous podcast episode. Like, let's just say, let's say, like, it's no different than, than like, when I played football. It's absolutely no different. Well, I mean, I, I didn't really play a physical... <laughs> I didn't play too. I didn't play that physical of a position. I mean, I was I was the quarterback. He always had to. I always had defenders trying to come and tackle me. Very seldom did I ever get tackled because I always got the ball off quick. But the thing I will say is that um, why does uh, how do I want to say it? I, th I I think you know what I'm trying to say because. You know, it doesn't make mm -hmm. much sense as to why um, I, certain things happen. But anyways, uh, will, uh, Billy B won the race, or as Michael Roots calls him, Free Willy. Um, <laughs> why doesn't he just call him Keiko? That's the whale that played Willy in that movie. You've never <laughs> seen Free Willy? No. That's a classic, goddammit. Uh, Ross Chastain finished second, Kurt Busch finished third, Dato Suarez fourth, and Corey LaJoy finished fifth. Trackhouse mm -hmm. gets both of their cars in the top up five, or top five. Corey LaJoy gets a top five. My guy Chase Elliott top ten. Kurt Busch his first top five of the season. Kurt Busch is really good at Atlanta, so that does not shock me. Uh, Bo uh, what is what is Roots call Bowman? Little Bow Wow. Uh, Bow Wow. I remember Bow Wow. He, I, I think I should call him Mike, like Mike. <laughs> I think you get the reference. And like Mike, he was a little Bow Wow. 
in Like Mike 2, he was just Bow Wow. So, um, Justin Haley, 11th. Brad Kizzle, loser, finished 12th. Bre Bubba Wallace finished 13th. Eric Jones, 14th. Josh Butlicker finishes 16th. Greg Biffle Wiffle finishes 20th. Mega Batty! Um, <laughs> I don't understand what you're laughing at. What did you call Josh Balicki? I think you know exactly what I called him. Uh, Ryan Blaney finishes 17th. Mega Batty! Kevin Harvick finishes 21st. Um, Todd Gillen, 27th. Kyle McLarson finished 30th. Mega Batty, Kyle Bush finished 33rd. Me Batty, Austin Dill finished 35th. Batty, Ty Dillon finishes 36th. And Caitlin's new man finished 37th. That race was not that good. It, it was better than I thought it was going to be, but I had very low expectations to begin with. So, six of one, half a dozen of the other. It was meh, but it wasn't disaster. So, for the most part. Mary is going to talk about this week's news while I go take care of some stuff. Okay, so basically there are three major points going on with the news of the week. First of all, the OMG-ness of the IndyCar race, because there was speculation that Texas was going to be off the IndyCar schedule after this season. And now a bunch of people are saying, no, keep Texas. You can add more races, but keep Texas. Texas has now become a certified IndyCar track. It's not a NASCAR track. NASCAR can leave it. It's a certified IndyCar track now. I don't know how Texas managed to rebound with IndyCar the way it did, but the, the racing was incredible there. Sure, there were a few crashes, but it wasn't a total crash fest like the cup race at, at Atlanta Tona was. Second, second uh, thing of note, oh my God, the stupidity of the race. Like, Mike Snyder and Ryan Blaney, and their respective races especially, what the frick is were they thinking? Like, you clearly see Mike Snyder having sparks underneath his car. Now, I remember 2009 Darlington, when Kyle Busch had a flat right rear tire coming to a green-white checkered while leading. He, man he still managed to came in out of safe con safety concern. And I have seen other instances where NASCAR thought there was a safety issue and they would black flag somebody, whether legitimate or not. Why was nothing done here? And what happens? Snyder gets to the point where he's just too slow at that point. And Riley Herbst, who everyone wants to chastise, had nowhere to go to the point people couldn't even blame Riley Herbst for that. That was totally on Mike Snyder and his entire crew for leaving him out like that. That was stupid and ridiculous. And Ryan Blaney, I don't know what the freakazoid he was doing in the cup race. It like he was just intent on riding behind Bubba Wallace the entire time. Never tried any form of passing. Never, never tried any sort of maneuver until the last bit. And what happens? He wrecked himself. I have never been so disappointed in Ryan Blaney in my entire life. Now, as to the main point of this entire video, which is Atlante Tona. Is it good to go or is it an oh heck no? I see a lot of people saying good to go, but the vast majority of people I'm seeing are on my side with the, oh, heck no. Is it racing? Not exactly. It's the choo-choo effect. It's another Daytona. That's why I've been choo -choo! Something like that. 
So I know we're going to be stuck with this for a long time because, ooh, exciting Crashville finish. I don't give a freak as well. That's not racing. Oh, we had so many passes. Yeah, in a short amount of time. Everything else was just straight line choo-choo. Huh? Choo-choo! Exactly. So, no, I did not need a 1.5-mile version of Daytona. To me, this is a oh-heck-no. What else do you want to talk about? That's all I got for Hot Topics. Okay, well, we don't have an interview again this week, so we're going to move into the mailbag segment. Oh, boy. Now, I got several questions this week. And I actually want to answer this one question. Alex, it's known that Mary is a big softie when it comes to mental health. However, you don't show a single care in the world about it. Why? I have a friend who has autism. His name is Armani Williams, NASCAR Truck Series driver. I'm aware of Armani's situation. However, Armani is very low on the spectrum. He's very self-aware of his actions. He knows what he's doing, and he can converse normally with you. However, there are some people out there, and Mary, I'm not talking about what you might think. There are some people out there who are mentally handicapped, and those are the people that I really feel for. There are other people who try to use autism as a crutch. Mary kind of knows what I'm what I'm implying, but I'm not just implying. Mm -hmm. I'm ju not just implying just that. There are other people who've done it, and that just sickens me. It's not just, but this isn't related to just autism. Let's look at schizophrenia, for example. I dated a girl who had schizophrenia. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, she, her relationships were affected by it. My, I was heavily affected by it. Now she tries to act like everything's all sunshine and roses when it's really not. So, I really think... So, but... It, whatever you're suffering from, I do feel for... So, I feel for some of these people, but not all of them. Armani, listen, he's... That's just... Incredible story how he's gone from the suburbs of Detroit to winning, you know, to getting to this, getting to NASCAR and being the first autistic NASCAR driver. Like, that's uh, that's just incredible. I mean, to be as young as he is, I mean, that's I mean, the whole Jason Jacoby thing has really made me uh, open my eyes to mental health and what, like, when am I getting how am I being treated? How am I being spoken to? Am I being <clears throat> treated fairly? Am I, um, you know, are, that's how I now, that's basically now how, how, how I now see certain things and how I go about different things in relation to, you know, my relationships moving forward, my family, friends, the internet in particular, because I'm thinking about making a separate YouTube video on this. 
and we're going to jump into this in once Mary gives her perspective on my answer. And honestly, the question. I do see the aspects of what you're relating to in terms of this particular type of situation, because this is something I, too, have learned. Like anyone who's known me for a very long time knows the reasons why I'm become more aware of things regarding mental health the way I do. But I've also learned that there are people that do have those kind of issues that are nefarious. And those are the kind of people that you have to look out for. And I'm not, and I know there might be people out there who think we're talking about them. No, we're talking about people in general because I've seen the, these things happen numerous times, not just with Jason Jacoby or the situations we dealt with last year. I mean, the man did a three thing. That was just a, that was just a, how would you describe that, Mary? I've described it as just an over-obsessed fan. I've described it as just a kid. It, it just like probably probably an autistic kid. Basically a special needs fan. Because I'm not the only one he's harassed. He's gone after Michael Maroots. He's gone after Darian Gilliam. He's gone after, I think he's gone after Danny B. If you go on his channel, 90% of his videos are about Michael Maroots. Last year, 90% of the comments he made on YouTube were about me. You don't... You have to admit, Mary, that what he did last year is not normal behavior. No, it wasn't. And I, I'm just glad I'm in the United States and he's in Canada. But the thing is, he knew where I lived. He knew my real name. He knew what I looked like. He knew my age. He... You know, he knew all this stuff, and I didn't know a damn thing about him. I didn't know his name. I didn't know where he looked, what he looked like. I didn't know where he lived. I didn't know any of that. So that's why I felt the way that I did regarding him. And obviously, with all the bullshit last year, I under with the bullshit that I had to deal with last year and that Mary had to deal with, no wonder people want to be fakes on the internet. Some people, they are fake. They, they try to, they're Jason Jacoby. They put on this fake facade, this fake personality to make everything look good. When in actuality, they're monsters. However, some people fake their personality to avoid schizos like Jason and creeps like Mandu. Oh, by the way, I'm so sorry, guys. You guys have been led to believe that our friend Caitlin is the daughter of Johnny Benson. He does have a daughter named Caitlin, but he, it's actually not our friend. Our friend's uh, dad, his name is Kenny Benson, and he's from and he's a concert pianist, and he's a great pianist, isn't he, Mary? He's a great pianist. Mm -hmm. I, I I went down to North Carolina to hear him play one time. Oh my God, was hmm. he good? Hmm. And and her mom Sarah. A great nurse. A great nurse. She, you know, when I got sick down there, she was one of the nurses at the hospital. Man, you know what? I got to give it to her and her family. And her sister, I always forget her sister's name because we barely talk about her. But the fact that she wanted to be a gym teacher and then dropped out of, of college, mm -hmm. 
I, I feel for those people, but you know, you know, Kenny and Sarah, I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, uh, what do you want to talk about now, Mary? Uh, I got nothing else on the docket right now. Well, this podcast was extremely short, and I don't want it to be short. Well, we still have not done the picks or the Patreon thing, so... Well, the Patreon thing, we're, we're going to do the picks of the Patreon just a little bit. Um, so... Mm -hmm. Is there anything uh, else I, that you I want do to discuss? I do want to go in... What? Is there anything else you want to discuss? Well, I want to... Well, I did... I scratched the surface of the iceberg with... Uh, that video about the creeps in the NASCAR community, and this kind of mm -hmm. ties into something Austin Agonoski said a while back. Um, Austin's got a video on his channel. I'm actually going to his channel right now. I might sound a little plugged up because that's what happens to me early, early in the day. But <laughs> Austin has a video on his channel called NASCAR Fans Are Creepy and Insane. Oh yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> He is correct. Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them are really bad. And yeah. No, and that's and that further proves my point as to why people want to be creeps on the internet. Or why people want to be fake on the internet. Like maybe I was too open in 2020 and 2021 to the point that I got stalked and harassed. Mm -hmm. And then Mary was used as a ploy in one of those situations. Yep. May and then, but all these people, but but that's not the only person or situation I'm referring to. You may in this community, you are possibly in the line of fire of not just one stalker but multiple. And Mary, you've seen this firsthand. You've seen what I've done in the event I've gotten stalked. You saw what I did. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind, could you tell the people what I did? Now, this was like three or four years ago, but Mary actually seen what I did because we thought about doing the same thing for because of the harassment we went through last year. Not just in the two incidents we seen, but the Jason Jacoby, but when we both got harassed by Jason Jacoby as well. Well, this mainly goes back to the Jacoby incident, but basically what Alex and I and plenty of other people started doing is documenting all these different things that have happened in the case of should anything chaotic or ridiculous happen, then we have the evidence of, hey, there's something really whack going on with this guy. You guys need to do something. This is what he's done, that type of thing. So basically what I'm going to do right now, and Mary and I are going to, and Mary and I have discovered some some more stuff related to Jacoby. Um, so a lot of people don't know this. Mary kind of knows some about it, but I'm actually going to go in depth. And if you've seen Austin Agonoski's How to Document Online Stalking via Google Drive video, that's the perfect example of how I'm going to explain this. Because I took a law class in, in high school, and when I go to university, my minor is actually going to be criminal justice and pre-law. Hmm. So, so if my NASCAR dream doesn't work out, I'm going to be a lawyer. 
Okay. I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to make a lot of money. So, but anyways, let's say you are being, like, like Jason, like what Jason did to Austin. Austin did everything right. He basically went, he, so let's actually pull up that stream right now. Because I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. Injured? Tell them you mean business. Call Keller and Keller. When you're seriously injured in a caravan and like... Okay, so... Austin has all these folders where he shows how, like, folder number zero. Jason's obsession with me begins in 2013 after I beat him in a video game. That is required for harassment in any case. You can't just go squawking to the cop. You can't just go squawking off to the cops telling them, for example, let's say Mary stalked me. That's very out there. But let's just, oh, okay, you know what? This is actually plausible. Mary stalking Johnny Benson. Let's say that Mary does oh, yeah. that. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Let's, let's say hypothetically that does happen. Or let's say that I stalk Mary. Let's say hypothetically I'm stalking Mary and Mary doesn't know what to do about it. Mary basically, get that thing off the screen. Because I want you to talk, and I don't want to see that while you're talking. <laughs> it does not bother me. You know <laughs> what it means. I still laugh at the story, though, because it's on TikTok. It's I, also on YouTube. I know, it's on TikTok, though, and people actually watched it. Um, Why? Because I used a bunch of hashtags. Oh, um, that's Anyways, so Mary basically would need to make a folder basically saying Alex Wood, ongoing harassment, or Alex Wood, harassment documentation. Just any, just she needs to name it something with my name and harassment. Mm -hmm. well, she needs a folder showing where the, when the harassment began. Let's say mm -hmm. that the harassment begins after Mary blocks me on Twitter. Hmm. Mary, and Mary would, this is what I did regarding my stalking situation when I was stalked, not last year, a few years ago. I made a burner social media account and proceeded to, to use that burner account to fool the person that stalked me. And they were saying a lot of shit about me. So Mary could do that and get everything I had, I had later said. Or she could go back before what I did in my situation. Here's everything that happened before the harassment began. This is what this is when the obsession started. So that's basically because that's what's needed for harassment. Uh, number four one. Jason asked for Austin's address. Anytime a stalker is asking for your personal information, you mm -hmm. need that. So if I asked Mary for her address, which I have her address, simply because I've sent her stuff through the mail, mm -hmm. you should be getting something from me today. Okay. It's it's your Christmas gift, even though it's 
three months past Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so if any time a stalker is asking for your personal information, you need to document that. Now, Austin has subfolders in here. When I did it, I, I put the subfolders just in the folder. Uh, Jason makes physical threats against Austin. So anytime Jason makes a physical threat against Austin, like when he said, uh, I'm just trying my best. Some people need to be put to rest. Uh, that is a physical threat. And the reason why it's, you may not think that that's aimed towards Austin. That's an event. Austin has the full video on his channel. 2A, weird, weird death threats from friends of Jason. Because Jason wasn't, there's a guy, there's an autistic guy named John Agnelli who just threatens a bunch of people he gets mad at on YouTube. Uh, folder 3, Jason continues to make weird videos, blog posts, threat, tweets, and comments about me. That's just standard social media stuff. Uh, 4, Jason tries to get me fired from my job, claiming I drove him to suicide when ri Yes, so if he does try to do something like that, because I was almost kicked out of my school last semester. Mary, didn't I tell you that story? Yes, you did. Can you tell people that story? Okay, so... I don't know why or how this happened, but Jason managed to find the school... It wasn't, it wasn't Jason. Oh, it was another person. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Jason. But anyway, someone had found the school that Alex goes to and started making a bunch of false reports claiming that Alex did a bunch of stupid negative things towards this person. To the point where I had to drop out and go to another school. Mm-hmm. And I had to pay $1,000 just to change schools. Now that's stupid. Yep. Um, folder four, that just shows that, hey, Austin lost his job. Uh, yep. Folder five, uh, Jason's original suicide statement, obviously. Six, account breaches. Jason did somehow get into one of my accounts that nobody knew I had. Except Mary oh. and Caitlin. They're the only two people who knew I was on that website, and I think Mary knows what, web, what app that is. Oh, okay. Got it. He went in and changed a, he changed my bio, he changed my pictures, he changed my location, he changed it all. Okay. Parents seemingly task uh, yeah, whatever, who cares. Uh just go watch Austin's video. I I But the thing is, I am I'm not really a legal eagle. I don't know as much um Yeah. Um. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There's pretty much. There's not really much else I wanted to. Mhm. Mm to yeah yeah. Here's what Bubble Wall said earlier. Damn shitty ending. P one on the hardest hit list. We were there and we'll be back. Yeah, he should be all right. I'm surprised he said that was harder than I think it was. He had a hard. I think he had a hard hit at Pocono one year. Uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, I'm surprised that he said it was harder than that. 
And that that was a pretty bad. But he, I don't think that wall has a safer barrier on it. The outside wall on the front stretch in Atlanta, I don't think it has a safer barrier on it. I, I know Pocono. Yeah, yeah, Pocono has one. The wall he hit at Pocono was pretty. Had a safer barrier on it. That's when he drove the car with Mark Wahlberg on it. Let me actually see what year that was. I, I know he's promoting the movie Mile Twenty Two, and I'm gonna see what year that movie came out. <laughs> okay. That movie came out in 2018, so that was Bubba's rookie year. Okay. But Bubba's performance has gotten better this year since since going to 2311 Racing. He's gotten better. Probably a step up from Gibbs. I mean, doesn't the team have Gibbs support? Exactly. So, yeah, I talked with Bill Lester about this. Yes, that Bill Lester. He agrees with oh. me that the that Bubba was not in a good situation at Petty. He wasn't. Not really. I mean, Petty GMS... The team was sold to GMS Motors to GMS Racing. Partially owned. No, it's. I think it's majority owned. The Cup team is is partially owned by Petty. Petty GMS is basically GMS's Cup team. I, so they I have their truck team, extent. but then they have their Cup team that's partially owned by Richard Petty. Does that make hmm. any fuck? Yes. Hiccups. You're right. Does that, oh. does that make any sense? Yes. That's basically how I interpreted it. Oh my god, you stupid idiots! You guys are. You guys hear this? <laughs> Jimmy Johnson's team and Alex Bowman's team changed. Mm -hmm. So after 2020, they said Jimmy Johnson's replacement was going to be Alex Bowman. Number-wise, yes. Let me finish. So they moved all the people over from the 88 and moved it to the 48's charter. They renumbered the 88 to 5 and moved all of Jimmy Johnson's guys to the, to, to the old 88 car and put Kyle Larson in the car. Believe it or not, regardless of if Larson said the N-word on that iRacing stream or not, Larson was the driver that Hendrick wanted. Yep. He's the new golden boy. But Larson actually has some amount of talent. Um, yeah, on dirt. And in NASCAR, I thought that right when I when I started watching Nas when I well I started watching NASCAR in two thousand three. <laughs> but when I seen it, what really did it for me regarding Larson and his talent was when he got like a top ten at Michigan in twenty fourteen after Casey Kane wrecked him. Oh, guess what we have to look at this week, Mary? New autographs. All right. Now this autograph comes from a mega baddie. So it's probably Harvick. Nope. Harvick's a mega baddie, but he's but he's not the driver on the mega baddie page that I got a new autograph from. I replaced Paul Tracy with this driver. Because this is just NASCAR Mega Baddies. 
Okay. You have to guess this mega baddie. Now, remember, there were 10 mega baddies in my opinion. Hamlin. He's going to replace Johnny Sauter. Well, Sauter's not my, a mega baddie, so. In my opinion, Sauter's a mega baddie, but he's not in the top 10 mega baddies because Hamlin's done way worse than Sauter. Sauter likes to wreck people under caution, which you do not do, but Sauter also. But Sauter he spins also people likes under to caution. Cry. How about wrecks people like Kyle Bush? Uh, he likes to wreck people under caution and spin them. Um, <coughs> I do have a Kyle Bush autograph, though. This one, this one's actually worth quite a bit of money because of how old it is now. This is the this is from the year he won his very first Bush Series race, and how many wins does he have in the Xfinity Series? A hundred and two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a championship. His now, this, legit uh, championship. This autograph is kind of hard to see, but I really like this card. <laughs> Mary likes it too. Because Mary... <laughs> I didn't say you like the driver, I said you like the car. The car's nice, but... The card, I, I like the chart. I like the charter car that Carl Edwards drove. Why is Carl Edwards a mega baddie? Because he whines and is a sore loser. And he attempts murder. No, he doesn't. Here's yes, one he Mary's does. gonna Here's one Mary's gonna like. Ew. These aren't new, I got these for Christmas. Tell people what this is. That is a Brad Keselowski card back during his Penske days. What makes this one unique is you see that black square there? That's actually rubber from an actual race used tire. And it has an autograph on it. Mm-hmm. Why is Brad Keselowski on the Mega Baddies page? Because in my opinion, he's a Mega Baddie! He's not a Mega Baddie. All talk, no game. If you're going <laughs> to kick somebody's ass, go ahead and do it. Here's one that I think Mary might like. I think I've told the story of this before. Matt Kenza. <laughs> now this card, I don't know if you can see it, if it comes across on camera, but this black right here, they mm -hmm. actually took pieces of Matt Kenza's tire and infused it into the card. And in a design, that's the interesting thing. The fact that they were able to do that is... Pretty incredible, and Matt Kenseth looks like a badass in that picture. Like that's not really. That is a power stance. <laughs> I got this one just to make Mary mad. <laughs> I'm moving him into where where Hamlin's spot originally was going to be. But then I reconsidered taking Sutter off the top ten mega baddies list because wrecking some wrecking people under caution is a lot different than being LeBron the LeBron James of NASCAR. Who are we referencing to as LeBron James of NASCAR? Hamlin. Okay. Let's see. Takes all the credit when he wins. Doesn't thank his sponsors. Doesn't thank his team. Doesn't thank his owner. Doesn't thank Nat. Doesn't thank the fans. What? What is LeBron? And you know what he does when he loses? Runs away and cries like a little bitch. And throws a temper tantrum. Just like LeBron James. 
avoids and the blaming everybody else for his failures. That's why Hamlin's a mega baddie. Sauter used okay, to do I get that. that. Sauter, <laughs> now Sauter used to do that when he was driving for Childress. But Sauter has gotten somewhat better. He's still a bat. He's still a mega baddie, but not in the top ten. Now here's the new mega baddie autograph I that I got. Baddie. Mary, who back in 2005, Roush had. Roush had three mega baddies. Who were they? Oh, hey, let's see. Uh, let's see. There was Edwards. There was Kenseth. And in your mind, I believe Biffle. Yep. <laughs> now, the story as to why I don't like Greg Biffle goes back to 2004. When he did what to Jeff Gordon? When he, what he did to Sterling Marlin. Oh, the bug eye gambling interview. It does, okay. They don't have to do it to Jeff Gordon or to Dale Jr. or to Kyle Bush. Why don't I like Kyle Bush or to Kyle Bush? Chase Elliott, damn it. That's what made <laughs> what Kyle Bush did to Chase Elliott made him a mega baddie. You will be surprised how many people, even today, thinks, oh, Jackie doesn't like this driver because he did this to Johnny Benson. Huh? Jeff Gordon's a mega baddie. What did he do to Johnny? <laughs> Jeff Gordon always raced Johnny clean. Take him off the mega baddie list. <laughs> oh, Mary, look. look, look, look There's look, a lot look, of drivers oh, who look do what I found. Look what I found. I found a Casey Crashwood autograph. <laughs> and you know what else? You know what else? I found another one. Look, it's Casey Crashwood. You see that? That's Casey oh, wow, that's bluing. That's cool. Don't you have a friend who's a Crashwood fan? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Send her to a that, that's your that's your that's that other mayor friend of yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry for her. Like <laughs> Don't I be, really she's don't. a John Cena fan. <laughs> okay, let's see. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna give you a driver. I'm gonna ask you how obscure their autograph is. So how about Buckshot Jones? I legit have I, a Buckshot Jones autograph. You see here? I would. This is Buckshot Jones. I would say that's pretty obscure, especially for that era. Why is that obscure in your opinion? Because that was towards the tail end of his Cup career, and you don't really see him socially anymore. In fact, him being on the Dale Jr. download was by total chance. Here's one that I think Mary might like. Jeff Gordon. Why would I like that? Because he's my favorite driver. You can see there's the autograph. I don't know if... I got a... It came with a COA. However, I don't trust the COA. And it looks like he signed it in a ballpoint pen or a fine tip <laughs> sharpie. I got a Johnny Benson autograph that's very similar to this one. Okay. Here's an obscure oh, one. You got me in tears over that Atwood comment. <laughs> I've called him that for years! <laughs> you just started that with me! <laughs> Jarrett. Yeah, that's obscure. It is now. Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> the fact that I got you in tears over that. Um, oh, here's a nice one. 
There's three things you do not do to piss Meredith off. You don't piss her off when it comes to John Cena. You don't piss her off when it comes to Casey Edwin. And you don't piss her off when it comes to Steve Irwin. Here's a nice looking one. Agreed. Especially for that era. Here, here's Now, I've always made fun of this picture. Even when he was alive, I made fun of this picture. Uh-oh. He looks like he's on some hardcore meth or something. No. No, yes. no, 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 no. Bobby Hamilton liked to smoke crystal meth. <laughs> I call that the Bobby Hamilton meth card. Oh, God. I hope Bobby Jr. doesn't watch these, because he's going to come after you easy for doing that. It's a joke, goddammit. Oh, here's a here's a nice one. Here's a nice looking one. Uh. Ooh, that is a nice one. Here's one that Mary likes. That is a nice one. Do you remember the race? It was 2001 Rockingham. What was your opinion of Park winning that race, even though you didn't like his owner from the previous week? <laughs> bad owner does not equal bad driver. Here's one that I really, here's one of my autographs that I really like. You can't really see it, and it was actually done very quick. It is one of my NASCAR oh, dozen numbers. Okay. This is ranked number five on the NASCAR dozen list. <laughs> I, I think I can. I think I know Mary's favorite autograph of mine. I know her her favorite one. This is Mary's favorite autograph that I have, and this is. Okay, I'm being called, so keep up with your autographs. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> I think you know. Uh, well, I think I know why you like that, and yeah. I think you know where and how I got it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it was literally on a video of mine. You All right, literally I mean, were right there right filming it happening. <laughs> and there's literally that to prove it. Anyways, for those of you who are interested in seeing my autograph collection, I have... This is across all sports. I have... Ten, eleven, twelve, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61. Welcome to the counting show with Alex. 69. You did not get to 68. Shut it. Se 78. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> 86. 95, 104, mm -hmm. 
No. I have over 100 signed cards. How about that? Uh, do you want to see a very obscure card that I have autographed? Sure. Okay. Here's one that not many people actually know exists. And I got this for my birthday last year. I said, if I don't get any autographs for my birthday this year, this is the one that I demand that I get. Oh, okay. I have that card, but it's not autographed. You should get it autographed. <laughs> do you want to see a very, do you want to see a, a rare one and a very obscure one? Sure. I got to be careful with this. Ah, okay. Do you know how many offers I've had for people to buy this off of me? Probably no less than seven. You actually are correct. One person went so far to say, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you five times what you paid for it. No. <laughs> I wouldn't sell this and... for less than $500. <laughs> and how much like, did you get it for? 40 Ah, okay. $40 plus in, with shipping included. He was like, oh my gosh, is this for sale? I was just like, no. <laughs> Literally, I posted a picture of it on Facebook. The guy comments, is this for sale? Literally the day I got it. <laughs> Here's one that I, I kind of, I wish I would have gloves to touch this one. I'm very hesitant to show people. But here you go. Ah. What is this, Mary? That is a Young Guns Adam Petty signed trading card from 1999, I believe. Because I believe that's when he won the ARCA race at Charlotte. Yes. Now, how much do you think this is worth? Hmm, I would say a good amount. I paid $62 for this. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're wondering if that's for sale, I do have a price. They're not for sale, but I do know, but I do know if I were to sell them, how much I'd sell them for. That Kenny Irwin card, I'm not letting go for less than $500. <laughs> you know how much I'm asking for that Adam Petty card? Probably the same. No, way more. Try six oh. times more. $3,000? Yep. 10 out of 10 condition, 100% authentic, signed in person by Adam Petty. Do you honestly think it's worth that much? Yes. And given his legacy, I could see the argument. I've seen cards with a worse with I've seen actual inserts go for thirty five hundred. Adam okay. Petty's auto. I've seen a. I saw a diecast go for five thousand dollars on eBay and sold for five thousand dollars. Who was the driver? Adam Petty. Oh. Here's a here's an autograph that that I have. The card's not in the Eric best condition. Yeah. And you know why I have why I had him personalize it. Well, one of two things happened. Either you met him 
which I don't think you have yet. Not yet. Or you got it through the mail. I got it through the mail. Why do you think I made him personalize it? Because <laughs> that's how you like all your cards. I don't like all of them that way. I like most of them that way. Mm -hmm. But Jones is in the NASCAR dozen. Here's one that's going to make Mary jealous. <sighs> Whoa! <laughs> I got that in person. That's cool. Hope Casey's doing all right. He's doing when I he he's doing good. I got a call. I'll call him back later. Um, do you want to see another? Here's an autograph that's worth quite that. Here's a card that I think is going to be worth quite a bit of money one day. Can't really see it. <laughs> yeah, you may get 13 bucks out of that. Here's the thing about Deegan. She's overrated. Mm -hmm. And people go crazy over her shit. Um, yeah, most of them creeps. When 90% of your fan... When 90% of your fan base are creeps, you don't have a fan base. Here's here's a card I think Mary might like. <laughs> Do you like him? He's on my good side. What happened to him? Well, I know what happened to him because of a sponsor, but didn't he get like injured or something? He got injured in a truck race at Atlanta in 2004. Uh, injured his back. And that was pretty much the end of him racing full time. He did sub for Carl Edwards a few times. Yeah, that was in, uh, well, that more than anything was when Cup is in one location and in Bush Series back then was in another location. One of those kind of deals. What's Hank Parker Jr. staring at? I don't know. Those are some nice-looking sunglasses, though. I really like those. Bring, bring 2000s... Uh, Sunglasses back. Here's the last Hank Parker Jr. card. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love Hank? I don't know anyone who has an issue with him. Maybe maybe Randy LaJoy, but Randy LaJoy's <laughs> got issues with everybody. Here's one that I think... Well, no. <laughs> this actually made my entire family jealous. <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> That's Richard Petty's old signature. Yeah. All I need is a Dale Earnhardt card. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh, those are actually a lot easier to find. But Before do you want how much? signature or do you want Dale Earnhardt's autograph? Exactly. Because not many of his autographs are legit. So here is one of my favorite cards. Yeah. This was originally my card, but then I sent it and he, and he signed it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I cool. lost it when I got that card. <laughs> um, let's see. You don't want to see any. Oh, here's a here here's a good card. So I I need to get Mary this card. <laughs> Obviously, she likes this driver more than this one, but you wish. Well, which driver do you think I like more? The one in the rainbow suit or the one in the Lipton suit? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I think you like the one in the Lipton suit more. I actually don't. <laughs> yeah, because that's my driver, not yours. <laughs> the other one is my driver. I did happen <laughs> to see this on eBay, signed by both Jeff and Johnny, but I never mm -hmm. received it. <laughs> Apparently it got lost in the mail. That's before right. Johnny Benson's name was trademarked. <laughs> I need to ask Jeff and Johnny about this. You know what I'm actually <laughs> going to do? I have two of these cards. When I go to North Carolina, I'm going to ask Je I'm going to find Jeff, meet him, get him to sign it, and then arrange lunch with Johnny and have Johnny sign it. You know what I really want to know? That was 1995. That was the yes. first year of the truck series. How come Mike Skinner wasn't invited to do that card? I don't know. I'm That's actually, the real question. I should actually ask Johnny about that. <laughs> or Jeff, because I'm I'm probably going to have Jeff sign it first because Jeff has a longer signature. Mm -hmm. I have a die cast and two trading cards signed by Jeff Gordon. I have a die cast and two trading cards signed by Dale Jr., Technically, my second Dale Jr. card is signed by Kelly. Um, <laughs> signed by both of them. No, I have that right here. I have it right here. The way you phrased that made it weird. See, it's signed by both Jr. and Kelly. No, the way you phrased that made it sound like that Kelly forged Dale Jr.'s signature. <laughs> well, I also have Carrie's autograph. I don't really like Carrie's autograph, to be honest. I do like the look yeah. of this card, though. Carrie signed it in a weird place, but eh. I think it's fine. I think Carrie's a cool guy. He did, um, what did he do with Hank Parker Jr. all those years ago? He did, like, some TV show with Hank Parker Jr. Um, obviously we have, uh, Was Mary's he... man, Johnny Benson. <laughs> There's a story but Oh, Mary, you remember what I was doing last time we were on Zoom? No. <laughs> so, remember why I was, my, you didn't see, well, okay, Mary, Mary knows that I like to do, uh, I like to send trading cards to people and have them sign them. Well, let's take a look at my dresser here. You can see my <sighs> bag, and you can see, oh, that's That should my, be good. That is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. Explain to the people what I'm showing. What Alex is showing on screen, for those watching the YouTube variant, there he has a bunch of cards that he is going to send out to a bunch of drivers to have them autograph and return to him. Like, for example, we have this. Oh, fuck. We have this Michael Waltrip card. We have this Buckshot Jones card. We have this Ken Schrader card. We have a couple of Jerry Nadu cards. See, we got Jerry Nadu right here. See, That's we got cool. Jerry Nadu. See, Jerry Nadu. Um, ooh, Jerry. That one's on my foot. And, yeah. That's... Um, yeah. Um, Hut Strickland. We've got Hut Strickland. That's cool. Uh, we got Hank Parker Jr.'s old teammate. Who was Hank Parker Jr.'s teammate at, at CC Welliver? 
Ah, oh, jeez, that was years ago. Phillips 66 car. That could have been anyone. I remember Casey Mears in that car. It was. It was oh, Casey, Casey Mears. Mears. All right. Um, <laughs> we got we got Elliot Sadler. We got some Elliot Sadler. That's cool. My mom's favorite driver. Oh, we got Mar we got one of Mary's men, Dave Blaney. Oh, sweet. Obviously, we all know. Who we also have another one of Mary's men. Johnny Sauter. Hmm. This one's for Mary. And, we, of course, we have Mary's man, her, her man-man, Andy Houston. <laughs> one of the big three. And I do have that card myself. But you're going to have one autograph from my collection. I don't really give people my cards, but, like, when I know they like a certain driver and I can send it to them and have them sign it, I am more than happy to do that. For them. Plus, I don't like Johnny Sauter, and I don't really like Andy Houston. You never really got to see Andy Houston race. I did in the truck series. Yeah. But. Back when he was Jimmy Smith's guinea pig. But the big thing is, do I have a problem? Yes and no. Yes, because it seems a bit obsessive, but no, because I can only imagine that you're not the only one who does this. Well, not really. Like, Funny Bone, Kenny Wallace, put out a video a while back showing off a bunch of cards that people send to him for him to autograph and send back. So my, you're not the only which one, one of my cards this. was in, in that video. Hey, I, I gotta make a phone call. Hang on. All right. So in the middle of that, I will now do the uh, Patreon thing since we have the time. Once I get my Patreon thing loaded up here. Uh, the Pastimes and Other Musings podcast has a Patreon account, in case you guys would like to donate to us. We have four different tiers for you. We have our $5 bronze tier, which means you get one day early access to the podcast, as well as a bonus mailbag question. We have our $10 uh, silver tier, which is extra videos, three bonus mailbag questions, a one-on-one -on -one connection with one of us, and a chance for one of us to follow you on social media. We have our $20 gold tier, which is extra videos, five photos mailbag questions, custom video messages, a thank you message from us, and five to 10% merch discount. And then we have our $50 big boy platinum tier, which is extra videos, customized merch, unlimited mailbag questions, a custom video message from one of us, a thank you message from both of us on social media, the chance to participate in polls, a 30% merch discount, a uh, Zoom chat with one of us, and at the end of our YouTube version of the podcast, we have, uh, we can put you on. You're muted. First off, I'm going to give her some advice here. You're muted. Damn it. Uh, anyways. I would not say, I don't think it's a good idea for her to call that the big boy because there's a restaurant called big boy in the midwest that i used to eat at all the time because it was just down this i haven't lived in this house my whole life I, I moved here when i was like 14 but don't call the platinum tier the big boy just call it the platinum tier 
because (laughs) we might get copywritten. You're mic cut out. There's a restaurant called Big Boy. You you never had that when you were here? The the only time I've ever heard of Big Boy restaurant was on the Big Bang Theory. Yes, that's actually a thing. Let me, I'll prove it to you. We used to have Big Boy. (laughs) It's literally called Big Boy Restaurants. See? I think I think it's actually called Big Boy Restaurants. See, Big Boy. Oh, that's have you thing. not seen okay. Austin Powers? Doctor Evil. Look like put... I watch Austin Powers. You should, because it's funny. The only thing I know about that movie is the memes. Go watch the damn movie. Because it's the second movie, Doctor Evil is put in a in an egg, and he's put up and he's shoved up the big boy's ass, and the big boy orbits space. And why would I want to watch a movie with that? Well, no, actually, I gotta think. Which movie had the big boy in it? Was it? I don't know. Which one had? The... <laughs> yeah, I have uh, I have two of the three Austin Powers movies, and I will prove it to you right now. We don't really need proof of that, but... Actually, you do, because... This is the funny one. This is honestly the funniest one. Gold member. Okay. Beyonce, no, Beyonce's in it, so... And... The original one... It came out in 1997. 1997 was a good year for films. Mm. Because Goodwill Hunting, Austin Powers, and Men in Black came out that year. All right? Okay, oh, I can Jeff- take Men in Black. And Jeff Gordon won the championship. And the Daytona 500, when Dale Earnhardt went flipping wildly. Wait, no, he didn't flip wildly. He flipped and got Ernie Hovind's head. Well, that's not exactly what happened. I've seen the wreck, Mary. I was talking about how Jeff Gordon won. Oh, because Bill Elliott. Because driver should have won that race. I uh, know. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're thinking of 2000, but anyways. <laughs> the only way 2000 would have I'm talking about Bill Elliott. I'm not Bill talking Elliott about Johnny Benson. Because three years Prior, the Hendrick crew did the exact same thing to Bill. Bill didn't have a car that could contend with the Hendrick drivers. He couldn't. He literally finished fourth! Under caution. Uh, yeah, because the race ended under caution, just like in 2000. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah, the choo-choo race. Anyways, let's sign out. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for watching the Past Times of the Music podcast. Please comment. If you're on YouTube, please comment, like, and subscribe. Share the podcast with your friends. If you do subscribe, hit the bell icon to be notified about either all our uploads or some of them. Also, check out the Destroyer H6 channel, which is available on YouTube. Anyways, I'll see you guys later. Peace out. 
All right. So my turn now. Thank you for enjoying this week's edition of the Pastimes and Other Amazing Podcast. I don't, I don't see how anyone week. can enjoy this, but okay. <laughs> then why are we doing it? Because uh, we, go live we enjoy doing it. <laughs> and this is called YouTube. We can express our points. And we can express our point of view. <laughs> Whether people agree or not. Uh, pastime is live at Fridays at 7 p.m., so be sure to check Make us this out more every professional, Friday. please! You're the one who's doing all this! <laughs> if you like to be a part of our uh, Pastime... <laughs> if you like to be Where? a part of our... Uh, now I'm having now I'm having laughing fits like Regis during the frittata incident. Okay. All right. So if you'd like to be a part of Burr! our mailbag segment, then just contact us at pastimespodcastguest at gmail.com. I've lost it. And just submit your question and maybe we'll answer it. Uh, I had a video go out earlier this month on Ultimate 23 Dragon. Be sure to check that one out. It was awesome. So uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. This is Ultimate 23 Dragon, and that's my final answer. Okay, so I'm a dumbass and ended the recording before we could actually do picks. So I'm going to go yeah. first. Watch it. Um, anyways. You watch it. Anyways. <laughs> Trucks! Indy's not racing this week, are they? Yeah, all three of them are. Is Indy racing? Oh, is Indy racing? Let me check the schedule. I don't think so, but they might. Do I have IndyCar schedule on my laptop? Once everything loads up, I do. IndyCar is off until April 10th. Okay, that's what I thought. Anyways, Wait, one. Where is my pick for the suck pick in the truck series is Carson Hosevar. Really? He didn't grow up racing road on road courses. Hey Mary, look, look what I have. Uh huh. You know what we're doing right after this. All right. Who's your suck pick for the truck series? Well, let me verify that the person I had picked is actually... Wait, that's last week's thing. Where's this week's thing? There's this week's thing! You called him the wrong things? Open. The document genius. The document genius. Well, speaking of people who didn't grow up on road courses... I'm expecting a little bit of an effect after what happened uh, this past weekend. So my suck pick for Coda for the truck series is going to be Haley Deegan. She's a good dirt racer, but how is she going to fare during uh, on a uh, road course? That's the uh -huh. question. Uh, anyways, underdog for the Xfinity series. I'm going to have, or for the truck series, I am all over the place today. Um, my pick is going to be, hmm, let's think. 
I'm going to go with Zane Smith. Zane Smith was my backup underdog. So good thing he didn't pick him, didn't pick him. And actually, I think this is the first time I get to do a reverse on you. Because Carson Hosegar is actually my underdog. I believe yeah. he finished top 10 last year. At he Coda. did, but I but with the performance of Nice Motorsports this year so far, and the fact that Coda's not a NASCAR track, there's your answer. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, truck series winner. I don't know why I feel inclined to pick this driver, but I'm going with Tanner Gray. That's interesting. Uh, let me verify the information here. Today. So where did he finish last year? Yeah, Carson finished seventh last year. But anyway, uh, my win pick for uh, Coda for the Truck Series. Uh, basically, they've only won one race before, so it's really a toss-up. So I'm going to go with the driver who finished in the top five last year. My win pick is Grant Enfinger. You might. Oh, wait. He, he doesn't drive for Thor Sport anymore. Um. Anyways, Xfinity, my suck pick well, is going to be Brandon in, Jones. In, in defense of me, last year at Coda, Brandon Bringer actually drove the nine for Cody Robar. Robar. That's what I said. You said Robar. I didn't say roll bar. I said Robar. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm playing back the footage. Anyways, suck pick. Eeny, meeny, miny, Brandon Jones. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna go with the tried and true one here and just say Riley Herbst. Okay, underdog. Well, I'm gonna go with um. Let's see, uh, Noah Gregson. That's an interesting pick. Uh, let me verify that this driver is in the field because I do believe I did hear something. Regarding this driver being in the field for Xfinity this week. So let me verify that before I pick him. So once everything gets booted up, then I can verify this. If that info has been released already. If the internet doesn't try to backtrack on me. Okay, let's see. There we go. Now let's see if the entry lists have been released at this time. It looks like they have not. I'm positive I saw a report come out that Andy Lally is running the Xfinity race. So that's going to be my underdog. And if he's not? My backup underdog pick, actually, it's a driver who finished kind of down in the field last year, which was expected of him. But he's been having a massive performance increase. So I would not be surprised if there was a massive increase again here. If Andy Lally is not in the field for Xfinity like I thought he was, my backup uh, Xfinity pick was going to be Brandon Brown. Okay. 
Let's go, Brandon. I have a weakest link story to tell you regarding someone named Brandon. Okay, why don't you tell it now? Oh, my God. I never got the chance to watch the new version of The Weakest Link that uh, Jane Lynch hosts until earlier this week. Oh, my God, it is awful. They had two absolute dunce heads on the far right end named Brandon and Abby. Brandon was so much of a dunce, he should have been the first one eliminated. No, those guys play so horribly, those two actually made it to the final round. Like, who does not know who the letter toucher on Wheel of Fortune is? Vanna. Vanna White. Idiot Brandon didn't know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And who is the, and do you remember the name of the dog, the dog mascot with the phrase, take a bite out of crime? I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Kind of young for you, so I'll give you a pass on that, because Brandon's actually older than you, because he revealed he was born in 1998. McGruff. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, my winner for the Xfinity series is going to be Justin Allgaier. Somehow I got backtracked to the previous week. Let me get back to where I was. Okay, Justin Allgaier was my backup win pick. I believe that, yeah, I believe that A.G. Elmendinger should be in this race, so he's my win pick. Okay, uh, well, let's move on to Cup. My suck pick is going to be Bubba Wallace. He's had some good races, but he's not a road racer. Yeah, that's true. Coda is up in the air because they've only had one race there before. So I'm just going to go eeny, meeny, miny Kevin Harvick. He's a, Well, he was a little bitch last year saying that uh, NASCAR shouldn't be on CODA, but anyways, <laughs> uh, let's move on to Underdog, which I'm going to say is A.J. Allmendinger. So he's going to be in the field for CODA for Cup? I believe so. Okay. If he's not, I'm just going to go with Kyle Larson. Okay. Uh, my Underdog is a driver who is actually decent with road courses. And considering that we've only been there once before, it could be an advantage to him. My underdog is Michael McDowell. Okay, my winner is Chase Elliott. And that's the one who I picked. I'm the Elliott fan, so... <laughs> who was the one on TV with him? <laughs> well, you weren't exactly on TV with him. You were in a screenshot next to him. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I was still on TV. Next to Chase Elliott. <laughs> anyway. Well, it since you picked like Chase Elliott. <laughs> well, since you picked Chase Elliott, I'm I'm gonna be forced to go with Hendrix Golden Boy, Kyle Larson, as the winner. Okay. Anyways, yada yada, ending, outro, whatever.